Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Music is Life podcast. My name is Ion McLean and in this episode I am joined by Itzel who is a musician from LA and for the first time she has played her original song on the podcast live so I hope you all enjoy and please keep listening. So Itzel, welcome to the Music is Life podcast. And Thank you for having me. Oh, it's no trouble. And we've got a surprise for our listeners as well because it's like a first for this podcast. Um, just oh, to kind of give like a little intro about yourself, what music did you listen to as a teenager? As a teenager, I listened to a lot of old 60s, 50s music. I remember listening, like I remember watching the movie Grease. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that movie, but I watched that movie and then I liked the music. <clears throat> I'm sorry, on the... On, in the movie and I really got into that music like the 50s doo-wop kind of sounds and I got into like the Everly Brothers into Buddy Holly and then that led me on to like the 60s kind of rock and roll era like Janis Joplin and the Beatles and then the Rolling Stones like all that era and I just started listening to more and more like music before my time like a lot of 90s a lot of 70s and 80s like I started getting into all this kind of music and then that's like the majority of the music that listened to as a teenager and it made me really happy and comfortable and I just loved every second of it. Oh that's amazing such a variety as well and such classic um, musicians and bands that you named as well. Do you not think too that kind of any era before you're born like the music's just so much better? (laughs) I don't know what it is that's so true because it's so I don't know what it is like it's more honest and more acoustic and raw like the emotions seem really present in the music when I listen to like someone like Queen I don't know what it is about their music but it's really emotional for me sometimes because it's so I don't know like the singer like Freddie Mercury he sings so a lot of emotion and I love it I love all of it oh I know see like anytime um, I like listen to Queen it has to be when they performed live at Live Aid and it's Radio Gaga oh. like it's oh amazing. my god yes like yes. how amazing is that and literally like because mm-hmm. I heard he was such a quiet man like off the stage but on the stage you would not think that definitely because he's so he's so vibrant on stage like he's almost not no like you can you notice him right when you see him like you can't miss him that's just who he is and I look up to people like that they're just always they live on like the even beyond when they die they just keep on their music lives on and I love that. oh they do and it is such a shame that these people aren't about anymore because you do you do wonder like how their music would have progressed if they were still alive yeah I always wondered that like people who died like before I was like before my time before I was born they always like they make all this music that time and I wonder how people of that era would fit into like today's modern time like how would the Beatles fit into the 2020s 2010s like would they even be as popular as they were back then like that's what I was thinking about too yeah because I even do that like with Nirvana and like Jimi Hendrix or like Janice yeah. as well that's very true because they died very young as well and it's crazy to me that they their music is like their careers were almost a little short but their music was very like it still lives on after like 50 years it's crazy how music stays for that long in people's ears like they don't 
they don't get sick of it. Yeah, and even the likes of like Beethoven and Mozart, they lived hundreds and hundreds of years ago. I know. <laughs> That's like over a hundred years old, and people still love that music. Something about it. I don't know what they put in it, but it's just something about the music that's just amazing and that's just what's so great about music too isn't it that it lives on very true yeah it lives on for generations like in families like you know like my family really loved Michael Jackson and Michael Jackson he passed away I forget when but I think probably in the 2000s or something but like everyone in my family loves Michael Jackson and his music is always in my family. He's like the only artist that my family genuinely all likes to listen to at any time, anywhere. And it just reminds me of how music can be very, it can transcend to people, no matter who you are or where you're from. It just always brings people together and makes people happy or sad. Doesn't, you know, depends on what you want to listen to and what you want to feel. Oh, exactly. And at least, like, with your family, like, you can inherit such a variety of tastes because, like, mm-hmm. one parent might be into, I don't know, like, the rock and roll scene and then the other parent might be into, I don't know, like, opera or something. Yeah. It, it's cool, though. It's cool how that works. That's so, yeah, yeah, that's true because my family, um, they're, well, I come from a Hispanic culture. My family's Mexican. And so my family, a lot of the time growing up, I heard a lot of Spanish music, like mm-hmm. a lot of cultural like music to from the culture and then that was very different from what I listen to and what I listen to now as me as a person because I grew up listening to like rock music mainly and pop music and it's crazy to think that my parents grew up in such a different culture and different era that's so different to me but I still listen to it but it's different from what I listen to I don't know just to explain (laughs) <laughs> oh no but I totally uh, understand what you're saying as well but that's that's really cool so you definitely grew up with like such variety as well very yeah a lot of variety and not just my family just like my friends as well like they all listen to different music from around the world and I just love being introduced to all these people all these artists that I've never heard of and that I might end up liking so yeah it's amazing could you name your top three bands as a teenager? I know it's quite a hard question. And oh my god, that's, yeah, that's challenging for me. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I guess my as a teenager, I would say um, probably the Beatles because they're the ones who got me into rock music and all that. And then number two would probably be I want to say Nirvana because I really like listening to Nirvana as a teenager. And what number three? That's the hard question. That's the hard one. I don't even know who my third one is. Gosh, I'd probably have to be like, um, like this. Maybe the Rolling Stones. I don't know. It's so hard to pick <laughs> three because I can't. There's so many that I love. I can't yeah. even think of any. Like my mind's blanking. But those are like the three that I really liked as a teenager. Oh, that's cool. I know it's, it's such a hard question as well, because in your Definitely. mind does go blank, doesn't it? Because there's so much music. Yeah, I think it yeah. makes you realise like how much music you listen to. It does, because I realised that from when I was younger to now, my music, it's still the same, but I still listen to a lot of new artists constantly. So like, I always look back to what I used to listen to and where I am now. And it's so, it's different, but it's still kind of in the, in the same feels. Like, I still listen to rock music, but not, like, 
how I used to as a teenager, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I totally get you. Yeah. <laughs> I think as well, like, see, if I went to go back to being a teenager, because I'm old, I'm, like, in my mid-20s, and, like... Oh, my God, okay. I'm 21 now, so... Oh, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel so old. It's, like, I'm 26, and I'm, like, oh, my goodness. Like, see, if I... I can't even remember, like, some of the bands. Oh, my <laughs> God, that is not old. 26 is still young. I would say 80. <laughs> 80, that's when it gets... When you start losing your memory and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's like so far in the future as well. So we've got so many years left of having. Uh, yeah, you see, still got time to live on. Yes, we do indeed. Because mm-hmm. like, see, when like when I make these plans up and I send it like to you and other guests and that, and mm-hmm. when I think back to like, could I name my three bands as a teenager? Because I'm like, I can't even remember. I would probably need to YouTube them to like. That's so- oh yeah, that's so true. <laughs> because I can't even like right now. I was having a hard time trying to figure out like. Oh my god, what was I listening to as a teenager? And then I was only thinking of solo artists. Like I had a hard time thinking of bands for some reason. But yeah, you're right. It's hard to think and hard to pick it as well because there's so many good ones. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Could like what band or singer mostly influences your music? Could is that another hard question? Um, no, I think I can answer it. I would say a band, I think. I'm always, I'm going to seem like a broken record, but I'm going to say the Beatles again because they're the ones who taught me, well, not taught me, but they inspired me to pick up an instrument and pick up and learn how to play songs and write my own songs. So I, they're like the kind of, they were like the starters of me having even an interest in music because I saw them do what they do and it just made me so happy and comfortable. And I want to do the same for like with my music and you know do the same for other people like what they did with me and I think that's what I that's what really made me want to start music and just the Beatles they were just making good music so I love listening to them anytime oh that's so cool I think as well like see with the like the likes of the Beatles and like Nirvana I know they're like totally two different type of bands but like Mm -hmm. their their chords like and and their music they're not like really difficult compared to like the likes of like maybe Led Zeppelin or like maybe oh, Jimi Hendrix because like they're chords that's for- very true yeah I, for- I totally forgot about those bands but yeah I know that their music is a lot more simpler and I honestly think the simpler the music sounds the more people will attract themselves to it because I see Nirvana and the Beatles like the music was very simplistic but yeah, it like connected with a lot of people. So I think simple music is really where it's at with music because every time people listen to it, it's just people love it more. That's what I noticed. But there's also good music like Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, who made complex music too, and it's still good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, because as well, you know, like with like the simplicity, it does inspire you to think, oh yeah, like. I could do it because I don't know what it's like for you with your relationship to the guitar because I know mm-hmm. when I like <laughs> I tried to start playing when I was a teenager I was like 12 or something but I had like a very love-hate relationship with it and I was like I couldn't do it I was like I'm gonna leave you for a couple of years so it wasn't <laughs> maybe until probably actually COVID that I took it really seriously I don't know mm-hmm. is that the same for you because I just think the guitar can be like love-hate <laughs> definitely the same for me when I started out I was definitely in a love-hate relationship with the guitar with because I know that at first I think the reason I initially started playing the guitar 
was because I wanted to learn songs, but also people thought I couldn't do it. I don't know why was the reason why, but I made myself learn it. So I think that was another push for me to learn the guitar. Cause as much as I hated, like it hurt my fingers so bad and I got blisters and like I got cuts and all that from the guitar, but I loved the way it sounded. And I, and I just loved that the fact that I was learning something that I loved. So I just kept on going and going and going. And then now I'm like, I am where I am. So that's, that was me with the guitar first, but it was, it turned to be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Cause I think as well, like if you're really persist with it, like you can do it. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, see, even if you know, like the very basic chords, like you're already like halfway there. Yeah, exactly. You're almost ha- like you, it's hard to start off. I think on guitar, but it's easy once you get the hang of it, like muscle memory in the way. You just, your fingers know where to go and your placements and all that stuff. You get used to it at some point and it just becomes like, you don't even think about it, you just do it. Yeah, you, you do. Um, mm-hmm. Like, are you self-taught with the guitar or did you get lessons at all? Uh, at first I got lessons. I would say like the first two years I began playing guitar, I got I signed up for lessons because I tried learning on my own and I was like I'm totally lost I can't do this I need someone to teach me and I did end up getting lessons at first for two years and then after that I just looked up videos on YouTube and tried to learn songs like got song books and it just I just went on my way from there like on my own so yeah and I've been doing it since 2014 so I don't know how long that is maybe like six seven years something like that I know, I was trying to, like, work that in my head while you said that. Yeah, like, I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> I, th- I think you're right about six, seven years. Oh, wow, so that's quite a long yeah. time then that you've been playing. Yeah, I started when I was 14, 14, 15, somewhere around there. I think 14. I don't know, but that's when I started learning. And it's been, I haven't stopped since then. And I learned more instruments after that. So I'm really glad I picked up the guitar because it really was a great thing for me. Yeah, and and thank goodness for YouTube as well because the amount of like guitar tutorials that you get in that platform is just insane. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you do you know Marty Schwartz. He does a lot of guitar. Oh, I love Marty Schwartz. Yeah, he was one of the first people I looked on YouTube to learn how to play like a Beatles song. I think it was something the song something that I learned how to play on his channel. I just remember learning on his channel so much so much so oh, he's so cool isn't he like he's just so chilled mm-hmm. and he's like he just makes yeah he really is. <laughs> i love that about him and he like he doesn't and he still does it to this day i recently saw on like on youtube that he does all that like he still does guitar tutorials i'm just like how many songs can you do on the channel because he does so many <laughs> I know, and he gets like millions of views as well. So he must be exactly. inspired. Millions, which is amazing. And as yeah. well, you mentioned you played like other instruments. What other instruments did you play? Um, I learned. I play the piano. I I wouldn't say I'm like a pro, like a professional at piano. I think I'm intermediate. Like I know most of it, and I also play the electric bass and very very little of drums. Like I know one drum beat but that's really all I learned because I learned in school how to play it and I haven't learned because I don't have my own drum set so I just you know I learned what I learned in school and that's it <laughs> oh, that, I oh that's yeah, so true. yeah, yeah. I would want to practice but 
I just no, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm making up excuses for myself. <laughs> but I think I think even if you just like build the basics and that, and like you and you can play when you can, because I feel like there can be like pressure. Like if people play for like six hours a day, and like that's totally cool. That's their mm-hmm. thing. But I think if that was me, I would get so bored. Mm-hmm. I, I was. Get- that's me. That's yeah. That's that's me with the with the what is it with the guitars? Well, not really. More with the piano because mm-hmm. if I play for a long time, I I can get bored because I I just play the same thing over and over again. But I still like it. I just sometimes I want to take a break from it and then do something else and then come back to it. And do you not think it's because there's like so much choice of musical instruments? Like sometimes you're kind of like, oh, like what could I pick up or what could I order off the internet to try and learn? Oh, right. Like there's so many like these devices on the internet. Like there's so many things that can help you, like metronomes. And I think like the like recording equipment that helps you get better at the instruments too. It's crazy how people like there's so many, like what is it? There's just so many devices that can help you get better and better at your at your instrument. And I, I love that how people are expanding. Yeah, like it's so inventive now as well compared to probably what the likes of the Beatles had in the 60s and things. Right. It's so different. Like technology advances as the years go on. And for music, it also has advanced, which is crazy to think because who knew music could be tech- technologically advanced like with computers and that. Like, people probably would have thought that, like, 50, 60 years ago. But now it's, like, the main... It's, like, the way to go to make music, I think. Like, your computers and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, because, like, so many people now... Because you know how, like, years ago you thought, like, when you were younger, that the only mm-hmm. way you could make music was through, a, like, a recording studio. But now it's literally you could make it from your bedroom with a computer and software. Right. That's the... Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Like, you can make it at any time that you want and it I think it motivates a lot of well I don't know if it motivates but I know there's a lot of people who now do music out in the world and they and they have their own way of showing their own style without a label or without a company behind them like it's up to them really and you can showcase whatever you want whenever you want I think that's really cool yeah because you become like, like your own boss and like your own brand manager don't you because it's like you know what you want and this is how I'm going to do it instead of other people telling you what to do yeah because I know a lot of artists nowadays most of them they're like doing their own thing or the ones that I know of like that are independent they're they're having a really good time and they're doing their thing and they look pretty happy so it's working for them and it's I think they're doing a great job at it too yeah, because they seem just more free as well now, don't they? Yeah, it does. I think so. It's more free and less pressure for the artist. And I think it allows them to have a space where they can just be themselves. Because, you know, it's their art. So they should have the right to showcase what they want to showcase to the world without having any kind of pressure towards it. So, yeah, I think that's the great thing about technology is that you get to make music on your own time almost because it's really up to you now. Or the artist, I would say. Yeah, and it gives you like like loads of new skills as well that you maybe never thought you had when coming to like yeah, like editing and things like that, and music software too. Like yeah, that's yeah, that's true. I I definitely agree with that because me, I started learning like production like this past year, and 
I was like, oh my God, I never thought I'd be doing this. I always thought, I just never thought I'd be doing it, which is like the surprising part about it. So it's, I think it really does help to do it on your own because you can take your time and you can do what you want to do on your own time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's um, the local music scene like where you live? I I don't even know, to be honest with you, because I like I I live in Los Angeles. The music scene, I think it's very much I don't know. It's very like more night, like a night kind of thing, like a night scene. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's like more happening. It's like more very underground. A lot of artists. It's very I would say very hip hop influenced. A lot of people are very influenced by hip hop and rap here, and yeah, that's that's what I see mainly. But and there's also a lot of people who are very independent here. Like they don't have any. Like they just do everything on their own. Like they're their own managers and they're their own business people. And it's it's very different. I don't know how it is in the rest to the rest of the world, but I know that's how it is here in Los Angeles. Like everyone's very in doing their own thing. And yeah, that's really what I see. I couldn't tell you much about it, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Oh, but that that's really cool um, and interesting you saying that because that's kind of going back to like what we said before, isn't it? And it's like these people now, these independent musicians are like becoming their own bosses in that and learning mm-hmm. all about production and how to like market themselves as well. Yeah, I see a lot of them doing that online and in person as well because I go to a lot of open mics and live shows and they always promote themselves. Like they always tell people like their social media handles and stuff. And I always like, oh my God, look at them go. They're doing their thing and they're bringing themselves up on their own. And with other people too, with their, they're bringing fans in. So that's amazing too. Yeah, it's all about connection, isn't it? As well. Yeah, definitely about connection with music. Because speaking of open mic nights and that, how um, old were you when you first started like playing on stage? Uh, I would say I was 16. Yeah, 16 years old. I remember it was like, a. I think it was a Friday. I don't know why I remember this so specifically, maybe because it was my first time. But I remember it was a Friday and it was like a, my school had organized this live open mic show I got like at a bakery down the street from my school and I was signed up to perform like around I don't know it was at night so it was around nighttime so that's when I that was my first time performing but I performed my friend her name was Lola and we performed the Rolling Stones song Painted Black and we didn't memorize the words too well because we only practiced for like a day or two and when we got on stage um my friend almost for well she forgot the words so she stopped singing for a while and then I was just there singing looking at the words on my phone like oh my god what am I gonna do just for myself but that was my first time performing from what I remember and it was really good it was fun it was fun oh wow you're so young as well and it was amazing that like you still like went on um even like <laughs> you know if like the lyrics were forgotten because that's still so brave as well because some people like because everybody reacts differently I think if I was at that age being 16 and singing like that I'd probably just burst into tears (laughs) oh my gosh I was going to because I was so nervous I was watching everyone perform 
And I was like, oh my God, they're so good. And they're so much better. Like I'm, when I get up there, I'm going to be a mess. And then when I actually got up there, I was like, you know what? It's not bad. It's actually not bad at all because I didn't feel nervous when I got there. I just did my thing. And I was with my friends and we were singing together and people were clapping at the end. So I guess it wasn't too terrible. So it went pretty well. But you know what that's amazing about like performing? It just gives you such a buzz, doesn't it? It just makes you feel so alive when you're on that stage. Oh, yeah, definitely. I agree because when I'm on stage, I feel so much different, so much more different than when I'm watching because when you're on stage, it's like you have the control of what the audience is paying attention to. So it's like you can do almost anything on stage. But and it's and it's such a cool thing because you're up like either if you're by yourself or with somebody else, you can still like you do do so much. If does, does that make sense? Like you can do so much yeah. on stage and be yeah. very successful at it. Yeah. I don't know. And I think as well, like I think it's amazing what people can achieve on stage in the sense that because there's like so many musicians in the industry that are actually quite really shy people like mm-hmm. off the stage like Freddie oh, Mercury yeah. like Kurt Cobain and that but like when you see them on stage you're just like whoa like they're like they have so much energy and you wouldn't think that actually probably inside like they are so shy and probably like so nervous as well yeah that's I think that's what I was trying to say but in the oh, I don't know when it was but that's a, yeah, I agree with you because I think sometimes I'm like on well on stage. I don't know. I think I'm a, I don't know to be honest because I don't know how I am on stage. I just am what I am. But like off stage, I'm very to myself sometimes, and I'm very I would say more on the quiet side. So I get the persona of being by like to yourself, but also being different on stage. I think it's because when you're on stage, you have like a certain kind of vibe or energy um because of what where you are i don't know it's so strange to explain but do you understand what i'm saying almost kind of yeah yeah no i, I do i do understand yeah. okay i was like i don't explain this but it is it's fun i just i like going on stage because it gives you a lot of energy i'm nervous and i'm sweating a lot on stage but it's really enjoyable i really love to do it yeah like isn't that the thing it's like for people maybe don't understand that but it is it's like when you come off stage it's like you are sweating but it's a good sweat (laughs) yeah it's like the good it's like you did hard work like you did what you love so you did that like you didn't completely break and you you did it you you persevered your way so that's that's what I like about it like even if I'm a nervous mess I still I'm proud that I even got up there because I could have just run away and not done it at all but no, I, I ended up doing it and I feel better after. So that's what I love about it too. Oh, that's lovely. Because what inspires mm-hmm. your music, your songwriting oh. when you're playing? I don't, well, I think, well, my, I think the main thing is my experiences, like my, like life experiences and also other people's stories. Like when people tell me stories, I like to write them into songs or when I see like the movie. And I like the character's story. I just write songs about that. But mainly it's like my life experiences and other people in my life. I like writing about other people. I think that's not about other people, but like creating a story based on what I see. Yeah. 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 I don't understand that yet. Mm-hmm. 
I love uh, writing stories. And it's such a, a a good way, isn't it, to express yourself? Because sometimes, like, it can mm-hmm. be quite hard to um, maybe express, like, how you feel sometimes. But just through the power of a song or a poem mm-hmm. or, or a book, whatever, it's like you can do it. It's like your release, isn't it? I de- yeah, I definitely could. It's a release to show, to say what you want to say. Even if it's, like, no one needs to know what you're talking about. You're just, like, you know what you're talking about. And that's what, that's what makes you feel better because you're expressing what you want to say. It doesn't have to be to a person. You can write it in a song. And that's what I love about songwriting. It's just, you can write whatever you want and there's no boundaries to it. You can say really anything in a song and make it completely your own. And mm-hmm. no one needs to know what it is about. It's just you and the song because you wrote it and you know what you wrote about. Right? Yeah, exactly. And do you know what I love as well sometimes about songwriting is like, the way you can like disguise things so that like it's like a riddle sometimes I think but only you know as a songwriter what it mm-hmm. means but to other people it might not resonate but you know yourself what it means I hope that makes sense I don't know <laughs> yeah it makes sense I get you because I see a lot of um songwriters do that like I see um Taylor Swift and Lord like they write a lot of like their lyrics are very um I don't know they're more poetic. I would say with Lord, like her lyrics, I read them and they're they're more of a poem than just words on paper because it's not super clear on what she's talking about. Or maybe it is to some people, but sometimes you have to like really look and dive into the lyrics. And I love when artists do that because it really makes you pay attention to the song and listen to the song. It's not just, um, oh, I'm sad. Here it is. I'm like, I'm telling you, my whole experience and what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling but not directly to you and I love that when artists do that yeah oh me too because it, it's such mm-hmm. a clever way sometimes as well the way people um like write their songs as well and it does give you kind of some inspiration you're like yeah mm-hmm. I, might, I might do that next time <laughs> yeah and it, it makes you and sometimes it makes it more relatable to some sometimes because you get what they're saying and once you understand or once you feel like you know what they're saying it like you resonate more with that song and you feel more connected to it at least with me sometimes that's how that's I feel more connected to a song when I know what it means and I understand the artist singing it yeah so see like Mm -hmm. with social media what made you upload your music to um like maybe Instagram and that because it's quite daunting I think to to upload it on social media it's quite scary like the first time doing it (laughs) It is scary at first because I just, well, the reason I did it initially was because I wanted to show people, I figured that the best way to show people what I love to do is to do it on a platform where everyone's mainly on. And so I just started posting like original music and covers and just me playing music on my social media and I was nervous because I thought people weren't going to like it because for a long time, I was always to myself and I never really showed people what I do, what I do with the guitar. And I never told people okay. I love songs. And so I just wrote, so I just showcased it to the world. And people, I don't know, people, like sometimes they like it, sometimes they don't. So I just, now I like to do it just to show people and it makes me happy to do it too. So that's, I think that was the main reason, just to showcase what I love to do. 
Oh, that's great. Because it is. Like, it's, it is so scary. Because, like, as you said, it's like, when you do upload it, you are dealing with people that will love it, but you're also dealing with, like, will people like it? Oh, will, will I get likes and things? Or will I get nasty comments and things like that? Because mm-hmm. it's so much different than just, like, just going on stage and that's it. And then it's like, oh, you're, you're putting it on to, like, all these platforms and you are you are kind of like oh like what are people going to think but the fact that you're just doing it is amazing because you are you're so talented like I love oh thank you thank you that's really nice to hear is I always appreciate when people like take the time to listen to my music or just to even listen to what I have to offer because I just like for you to take the time to just listen it already means the world to me because not everyone has to listen so Every time someone does, I really always appreciate it. So thank you for that. Oh, it's no trouble at all. Because it's amazing as well, like the power of a hashtag can have an Instagram. Because see, mm-hmm. like, because the only reason like I started putting music up on social media myself was because COVID and like the whole obviously the whole world shut down and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I never like used social media as music because I was always so nervous. But it's amazing the amount of people that I've met and other musicians as well like mm-hmm. literally just because of a hashtag and a follow yeah that's exactly that's that's so true for me too because when I started posting stuff I met so many other people who do the same thing as me and I made so many new I made so many friends like online like there's like social media has its goods and bad and I think the good part about it is that you get to meet so many other people with the same interest and you get to meet all these really cool musicians or artists or just really cool people in general online that you would probably would never seen in person because they live so far or they just I don't know it's just I love social media and the connection it brings when you're so far apart it brings it together yeah because I feel like mm-hmm. especially Instagram is like a musical mm-hmm. library and I feel like because you know like back in the day how in the underground scene was literally like the cassette tapes and like mm-hmm. in, you know like the cds and that obviously like that's kind of a thing in the past it's all your streaming services but i feel yeah. like instagram now is like the underground scene of this like new era of the 2010s or to oh, no we're not even at the 2010s 2020s oh 2020s yeah. i know i have this it's like it's still in my head we're in 2010s we're now we're 2020s now it's crazy but yeah that's very true because i i didn't think of it like that but I like how you put it when you say like Instagram was the underground of today and in a way that's very true because it's a lot of people who showcase their music and art on social media on Instagram and they're very popular but they're still underground like you said and that's a very good way of putting it yeah definitely agree on that yeah and as well, like with virtual gigs, obviously like, they were so essential during COVID. And I'm going to shout mm-hmm. out Blind Lemon because that's how me and you met was through the Blind Lemon. Um, oh yeah, night. yeah, yeah! It was through Round Lemon. Yeah, that was another like. See, that's an an example of bringing people together is the open mic um, that they have. I think it's every month. So that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and it was literally through like. Um, I, I think it'll get like a hashtag of like an open mic night as well um, yeah that's yeah. crazy it's like one thing can bring so many people together and they're all like I didn't know they were located in Europe and I'm here in America and it's crazy how like I met everyone there and they're not even near me at all it's 
always crazy to wrap my head around, but I love I love going to it and they're amazing people as well. Yeah. And as well like with like virtual make nights, I feel like it's such good practice as well for maybe some people are just starting to get into gigging now because kind of mm-hmm. COVID ruined the chance as well. And yeah, and as you said, like it's amazing, um, especially Blind Lemon, like so many people like we all met. Like it's it's so cool and so talented as well. But yeah, definitely agree. A lot of people are very talented and you know it's amazing that they get to show that to other people and they get to share with us because you know now they're not completely unknown like at least we know their talents and we know how good they are yeah so Mm -hmm. see just to kind of come into kind of the end of the episode um have you discovered any new modern bands at all oh yeah definitely i discovered recently the backseat lovers they're really they're like this I don't know if they're new I think they are new but they're but they're modern they're from I believe it's Utah in America and they make really great music I like their song pool house like I heard that on social media actually someone put it on their account somehow I think it was on Instagram and now I'm like addicted to their music. Like I listened to that song over a million times this past week. I just I can't stop listening to that song. It's really good, and that the beat, the band is really great as well. I love listening to them. Oh, I need to check them out. You need to check yeah. out this person. So I kind of discovered them the same way as you discovered the band that you just mentioned. I think somebody <laughs> used it for a makeup video or something. But they're called I think they're called Eli Otto, and it's kind of like. You know, you can get like your house music and oh. like DJ music. So he, I think, I would say it's like more like kind of bubblegum house. I don't know if that's even a genre. Um, so I apologize. If it can be. It's a new genre. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But like, I'm sure he does it from his bedroom or something. But like, mm. he's really good. Like, I never thought I would like be addicted to his music because I literally like listen oh. to his songs like every day. So definitely check him out because... It's quite, they're kind of like quirky, happy house songs. And I feel like sometimes you need a break from like the heavy stuff. So he's got good, yeah. good stuff. Wait, is it Eli? In it? Is it Eli or what is his name? I think his name is Eli Otto. What I'll do is I'll send him. Yeah, send him. Yeah, I'd love to check him out. He sounds like someone I'd be getting into. Yeah, because you will become addicted because I was the same. I was like, wow, he's so talented. Yeah, that was me when I discovered, I don't know if you heard of her, she's from the UK, but her name is, well, she goes by Biba Doobie, but I think her name is B. I don't know if you have you heard of her. No, I don't think I have. I'll need to check her out. Yeah, well, she's, um, I think, well, no, she's on a label, but she's really, I, I found her one day, like about, I don't know, I just found her, I think it was on Instagram as well. I saw, I listened to her music and I listen to her song I think it was I don't remember what it was called actually it was probably I'm so tired or something like that but I listened to her music and I was like wow she's really talented and she's only and she I think she's the same age as me and I was like wow she's doing amazing for her age like she's her music her songwriting is so good and I've become a fan ever since 
Oh, that's cool. I'll definitely need to check it out. What we could do is we could obviously send each other lists because I'm, my memory's so bad sometimes I can't remember. Oh, I know. Me too. I always ask people like, wait, what was the name of this person? What was the name of that person? And then they don't, and they forget too. And I'm just like, oh no, I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> I, know it's, I know it's so hard. Or sometimes what happens is like you hear the song and then you're like, wait, okay, I'm going to make a memory of that in my head and like I'll remember that song but then you completely forget it and you can never find it again I hate that oh I hate that too so much because that happens to me all the time especially when I'm outside listening to music and listening like in a like just outside and I hear a song and I don't know who it is and I really like it and I forget how it sounds like hours later and I hate I, I kick myself for it because I really like the song and I'll never know what it is I know it's so annoying, isn't it? It's like, oh, why does it yeah. have to happen? <laughs> why does it have to leave my memory? I hate that. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. What's your future plans for your music? Do you have any? Uh, yeah, definitely. I really want to release an EP by the end of the year or early next year, um, because that's that's what my main focus is for my music right now, and yeah music wise that's really my goal at the moment to just release music because sadly I don't have anything out so I really want to release music soon and show like show an original like produced song to the world so that's a goal of mine to do soon so that's what I'm working on yeah yeah oh that's so exciting you're going to be very busy then yeah I'm gonna be well yeah I'm doing it like producing and like writing all this stuff right now so it's really exciting to work on it and then release it to the world I'm excited for it yeah because it's, it's kind of like your baby isn't it because it's like you've been working so hard on it and it is literally like mm-hmm. here it is like you're showcasing it to something that you've loved writing and you've played every part and creating it as well yeah def- yeah that's so true because I everything I like I'm making progress with what I- oh amazing I can't wait for it to come out and the the trip is, like the, the big moment is now coming and you are going to play oh. your own original song oh is it today is it this moment now it is <laughs> oh my gosh okay so I'm gonna be performing an original song it's called when I get home and I wrote it about I would say a month ago, so yeah. Hopefully, sounds. Hopefully, you guys can hear me. I'm not too loud. Should I start now? Yep. Yeah, whenever you're ready. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yep. I'm so sorry today. Didn't hit me the same way. I heard uncertainty call my name. What the sound I feign? Take it further. I look in the eyes of the face that I lie to every single day. But when I get home, you tell me you're scared to be alone. But how can that be when you 
never been on your own. Never been on your own. Hey, my mind wasn't scared. There'd be a happy ending. But in the back of my mind, I hear you yelling for help. Because I know you turn yourself into a clone. Just so everyone you have won't let go. But when I get home, you tell me that you're scared to be alone. No, how can that be? You've never been on your own. No, you never been on your own. Hey, one day I hope to hold your hand and forget what you did in the past. Yeah, once you're happy, you know your last. Yeah. When you're happy, you know your last day. But for now, when I get home, you still tell me you're scared to be alone. So how can that be when you've never been on your own? No, you've never been on your own. Hey. Oh, amazing. That was lovely, Etzel. That was amazing. Thank you. I was a little bit nervous, but I got... I'm glad I performed it live for the first time. Oh, that is lovely. Like I can't wait to like like for you to perform that like in gigs and things like that. Oh, that was lovely. And thank you so thank much you. for being the first one to do it on the podcast. Oh my god, thank you for letting me allow me to have this platform and showing everyone. <laughs> oh, it's no trouble at all. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. It kind of reminded me like kind of from the sixties, but like bluesy kind of grunge. Oh really? That's new. That's thank yeah. you. I never had that compliment before. I don't. I don't know if like blues and grunge go, but like I feel like that's the kind of vibe I got. It was it, like probably blues, soul, and grunge. Yeah, I I think so. I can hear a little bit. That can be like the new genre. That's that's something I'll be getting into. Something I like to listen to. Yeah, you could be like the creator of that. That'd be that'd be so cool to like hear that. Uh, that would be yeah that gives me an idea that's yeah i would love to do that experiment with that kind of music definitely my forte yeah oh that's amazing well thank you so much it's uh, for doing that for us uh, that was absolutely mm-hmm. lovely and i feel so honored that i was like the first kind of person to do it and then uh, thank you for listening to... oh it's no trouble and then you're going to get all um the music is life listeners that will get to hear that as well that's so amazing yeah thank you for oh my god just a million thank yous i can't thank you enough for letting me perform it oh it's no 